Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. I have some questions that have come from the listening audience today. And the first one, oh, before I begin, I should identify myself. My name is Patty, and I'm at Herbs to Your Health. It's summer in the city. Today is the last day. So if we're kind of booked today, but if you want to make an appointment for next week sometime to come in for your free compass, if you are a podcast listener, please do. Our address is 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Greensburg. Our phone number is 724-836-7440. And our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net. So this was from a longtime customer and super duper supplement taker who said, why do you keep telling me I'm toxic? Never mind that the number one producer of toxins in the body is negative thoughts, but you know, what about the air, water, and food? So I said to this person, oh, did you stop worrying? Well, no. Okay, then. Did you stop drinking Diet Coke? No. Um, Okay, so those are just the two kind of two glaring toxins, but the Uh, chemicals toxic acidifying chemicals are everywhere in the air we breathe in municipal water and in auto exhaust and if this were not enough indoor air pollution is also a problem especially in office and retail environments although some exposure is unavoidable the good news is that as long as you're following a supplement program you're greatly reducing the acidifying load that your body needs to neutralize. In addition to cleansing, it makes sense to minimize your exposure to toxins whenever, wherever possible. Um, And the one place you can control is your home, of course. So yesterday I talked to another longtime customer and I said, you know, you really need detox basics. And she said, I have it. And I said, well, like how long ago did you buy it? And she said, uh, cause I thought it was a loaves and fishes situation that it was just, she was just keep, keeping on taking it and it was regenerating in the box. Uh, she said, well, you told me to just take it for a week. No, I what I may have said is take it for one week on, one week off, one week on, one week off. But I don't even know why I would have said that because this is a very gentle cleanse. You take it for 30 days. It's one packet a day for 30 days. And then you maybe wait a month and then you do it again. So we don't need to add to the toxic stew in our homes by using harmful chemical cleaning solutions, especially when there are safe alternatives that are easy to make at home or easy to get. So some of the toxic chemicals in common household cleaners, and remember in addition to their individual horrible characteristics, they are also acidifying. Ammonia inhibits the synthesis of critical neurotransmitters, 
causes kidney and liver damage. Just talked to a woman this morning who said, I'm taking a blood pressure medication, said the name of it, doesn't mean anything to me. I'm not familiar with pharmaceuticals. She said, I think it's causing me kidney damage. And I said, well, probably it is, and that's probably not all it's causing. Um, D-limonene is included in many natural products. It's made from orange peels, but the end product, because they put a D in front of it, I think, uh, is a neurotoxin. Parabens, we know, are used as preservatives in cleaning products and shampoos and sodium laurel sulfate is another chemical that's a lathering thing. It's in shampoo and other cleaning products. Um, okay, so what are we supposed to do? Let's see. We can use Miracle Soap to clean with. You can make your own. Um, but the safest course is to avoid all commercial cleaning products except those that state on the label that they are non-toxic, fragrance-free, or if they're scented with pure essential oils and they're biodegradable. So a lot of people use uh, white vinegar and water in a spray bottle. Lemon juice is a good thing to use. Uh, somebody uses vodka. So that's a really good use for alcoholic beverages clean your toilets. Um, baking soda, lemon juice. Um, so the natural all-purpose cleaner is half a teaspoon baking soda, um, olive oil, lemon or essential oil, and hot water. Shake it well. And uh, so then you you're supposed to use that. Okay, I don't know. That's somebody's. Um, <clears throat> also, it's chemicals are in our foods. Would you eat your favorite breakfast cereal if you knew that it contained butylated hydroxotulene, BHT? It's also a product used in, used in jet fuel and embalming fluid. Can you imagine grilling your uh, veggie burger if you found out that its main ingredient is MSG? Those are very bad. Those are neurotoxins. Um, but they're considered healthy and natural, and they're harmful chemicals used as food preservatives and flavor enhancers. Okay, so here's the conversation I had with a woman yesterday. She said, what should I eat? She said, well, for vegetables, I go by those um, pre-cut vegetable platters that you get in the grocery store, and then I nibble on those for like a week or two. First of all, they don't last a week or two. Second of all, you, I would want to be cleaning them, and next, they're not uh, organic, I don't know, you know, sometimes you just can't reason with people. She said, well, I'm not gonna be able to eat like you're telling me to eat. Well, do the best you can, just take your supplements. Just, th these are things to think about. 
She says she prefers canned green bean canned green beans. I said, when you can go to the farmer's market and buy fresh green beans, which are delicious. Oh, I can't eat all those. You can buy a handful of them every single day. Go every single day. I, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, in total, there are more than 3,000 food chemicals purposely added to our food supply. Um, and avoiding them is a lot easier and more economical than you might think. We can all agree that scientific progress is a good thing, especially when it comes to innovations that make our li lives easier and more enjoyable. Um, but advances in the food industry are hindering our efforts to stay healthy because of thousands of chemicals. And like a guy says to me, well, my doctor says better living through chemistry. Yeah, I don't think so. He's talking about drugs, pharmaceutical drugs. All they do is wreak havoc on your body. Um, they leach minerals. You know, look at the, the negative side effects. When I suggested that someone do that recently, the person said, oh, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> okay. So foods that are industrially processed uh, are, could easily be labeled as edible food-like substances, synthetic man-made products. Adding insult to injury, many staple foods such as potatoes and corn, often used as basic ingredients, have their genetic makeup purposely tampered with and may be dangerous to your health. Here's the thing you don't notice right away. So live um, good lives. Live your best life, as Oprah says. I say eat healthy foods. So let's ex analyze what's in a healthy breakfast cereal. Antioxidants protect cells from oxidative damage and some of them have proven potent bone protectors, liver protectors, brain protectors. So isn't it a great idea to have your morning breakfast cereal with health, healthy antioxidants? Kellogg's Smart Start Strong Heart Antioxidants. Um, so rice, whole grain, wheat, sugar, oat clusters, sugar, sugar's listed twice, three times actually, toasted oats, sugar, um, okay, and then a whole list of things that I kind of can't pronounce, yellow dye number five, I can pronounce that, but the worst offenders are BHT, it's, um, listed by the National Toxicology Program as reasonably anticipated to be a human carcinogen. High fructose corn syrup loaded with unbound fructose and glucose molecules. Studies have shown that the reactive carbonyl molecules can cause tissue damage and lead to diabetes and heart disease. So much for the strong heart antioxidants cereal and yellow dye number five, uh, coal tar. It's made from coal tar and it could cause cancer. So, you know, you can eat, make your own granola. You can eat fresh fruits, um, almonds, flax, pumpkin seeds, nature's harvest, avia, protein powders. 
Nature's Harvest is 55 whole foods, green foods, superfoods. Um, you know, people hear the, the, the spiel about it and say, yeah, I'll never do that. Okay, then don't buy it. You know, do what you want, seriously. So you're ready for lunch and you say, okay, I'm gonna have a salad and I'm gonna put, um, it's a popular salad dressing, Kraft's Creamy Italian Dressing. Soybean oil, propylene glycol, um, it's, that's antifreeze and airport de-icers, polysorbate 60, um, it's made of corn, palm oil, and petroleum. It can't spoil, so it replaces dairy products. It's, they're non-foods. So you could um, put olive oil and lemon juice or apple cider vinegar on your salads. They're, that's a good thing to do. And then maybe you want a little snack later, a few pretzels. How about rolled gold pretzels, the number one brand in the United States enriched flour um, is made they enrich it by using toxic ingredients they add iron back into the enriched flour but it's a metallic form of iron so you're literally giving yourself heavy metals when you eat rolled gold pretzels um, your body can't absorb it you know well whatever and then your time, it, you know, it's time for dinner. Well, you could, uh, guy who cuts my hair says I eat pistachios. Okay, that's good. Almonds, um, walnuts, dried fruits, fresh fruits, if you want a snack. As the day is winding down, you're looking forward to a nutritious and substantial dinner. So what's... Um, healthier than beef or chicken. How about Morningstar Farms Grillers Vegan Veggie Burgers? Textured soy protein concentrate. These are uh, different names for MSG, monosodium glutamate, causes nausea, migraine headaches, heart regularities, and even seizures and other things, natural flavors, um, that's chemicals. So try to eat foods in their most unadulterated original for, uh, format as often as possible. So if you can't recognize the names of what's on the label, or I'm saying if you even have to read a label, it's probably not good to eat. Um, speaking of bad news, Another strategy the drug industry has been using to gain a monopoly over the supplement industry is by simply buying up supplement brands. And we all know they have the money to do it, right? Nestle Health Science, for example, has acquired Garden of Life, um, Wobenzyme, Douglas Laboratories, Genestra, and some other ones that I don't recognize. Um, <clears throat> Bountiful. Bountiful in turn owns brands like Solgar, Osteobiflex, Puritan's Pride, Ester C, and Sundown, all of which are under the Nestle's control. 
Um, the Bountiful brands generated sales of almost $2 billion in the last year, whatever. It's uh, not free market competition because a mere 14 mega corporations, many of them drug companies, now own more than 100 of the most popular supplement brands on the market. It, um, <clears throat> let's just say that Pfizer owns Caltrate, Emergency, and Centrum. There's another one that owns <clears throat> Swanson, another one that owns Amway, Metagenics, um, Schiff, one a day, <clears throat> excuse me, as we know, is owned by Bayer, and Nature's Way is owned by another company. It's a make, another mega mega corporation. So um, <clears throat> there's this thing that we need to call or email our senators and urge them to oppose. It's called the Dietary Supplement Listing Act of 2022 and its inclusion in the FDA Safety Landmark Advancements Act. You know, they need, really need to vote no on that um, because dietary supplements are food, plain and simple. They must not be treated as drugs. You know, they tried to do that to a B vitamin. Was it B6 maybe? And uh, N-acetylcysteine, they tried to say that they were drugs. Um, in 2015, CNBC News published a report in which they claimed a number of supplement makers had ripped off customers by fail failing to live up to the claims on their labels. Two months later, they had to retract the report when it was proven their tests, tests were inaccurate. That's just one example of how the pharma-owned media tries to give supplements a bad name. Supplements are the safest foodstuffs available. Adverse reactions to pharmaceutical drugs are 62,000 times more likely to kill you than nutritional supplements. They're, they have a, a phenomenal safety record. Now for some good news. Researchers believe that vitamin D could be the key in preventing ovarian cancer one of the most lethal because they found it stopped um, metastasis. So, and vitamin D reversed the process by which ovarian cancer turns the host defenses against them. So, um, they, they just go on to say that vitamin D normalized cancer-associated mesothelial cells they say two to 4,000 IUs is acceptable. Some estimations put 42% of Americans at deficiency for vitamin D. You know, when I talk to people about vitamin D, they say, yeah, I used to take it. Oh, okay, I don't know why you didn't, why you stopped, why don't you continue taking it? Um, and the researchers are kind of at it again. They found that just 6.8% of the people they studied had good cardiometabolic health in 2018, 
and the data showed a striking reduction in health from the data gathered in 1999. So optimal health is not just the absence of disease. Okay, again to the lady who came in yesterday. She said, um, you know, just horrific stories. I said, just one of those stories, um, you know, misadventures in the medical profession would have killed most people. She had like five of them in the past few years. And she said, well, do you think I came to you at the right time? I said, no, you should have come back uh, six or seven years ago when you first came in. And you should have continued on your supplement program. But, you know, it's your body, it's your choice. If you feel like you need to suffer, have at it. Anyway, um, it's emotional and spiritual health. They say you can get it through lifestyle changes. Um, their first two were to eliminate processed foods and to cool your carbs before you eat them. I had not ever heard that before. However, I'm gonna say three or four years ago when my friend came to dinner, my friend who lives in Mexico, came to dinner, <clears throat> said, we always eat room temperature food. I said, hey, sounds good to me. So I eat room temperature food. Um, so, you know, if you're eating carbs, you just cool them before you eat them. I guess it's a good thing to do. I was very honored this past week to hear a lecture by a medical doctor. Um, I forget her name, gosh. Anyway, she practiced medicine for 18 years. She was in the emergency room. And then she said she got tired of not helping people. Went alternative, very happy she's able to help people now. Her, the whole topic of her lecture was silver. Now it was her brand of silver that she uses, not the brand we sell in the shop. Oh, by the way, the companies that we work with at Herbs to Your Health who we stock their products are not owned by pharmaceutical companies. Believe me when I tell you if they ever get bought by pharmaceutical companies, I'm gonna probably stop taking them. So I don't know what happens then, but um, so far so good. And we have the best silver shield available here. Oh, her name is Tracy. I wrote that down. Okay. <clears throat> um, she starts out with a history of, of silver in 400 BC. Hippocrates, the father of modern medicine, used silver. 1300 AD, we know they used silver utensils. Um, it's you know, the the saying that people were born with a silver spoon in their mouth, that means they're wealthy, so the wealthy people could use silver, silver utensils, and that was like an antibiotic, basically. In 1880, they started using it in eye care, in the medical profession, in the 1960s in burn care, and in the 1990s, um, NASA used silver for the International Space Station for water purification. And she said that many surgeons use silver in wounds before they close them up. 
So the lady yesterday, hate to keep talking about her, but she had back surgery. And uh, about six weeks after the back surgery, she said they she had to be life flighted um, to a hospital because of infection. She almost died from infection. So that's a big risk of surgery. I think surgery is barbaric, but that's just me. You all may have a different idea. She says that um, silver is used in trach tubes and in IV lines. So that's nice to hear. So um, it improves the immune system. It improves white blood cell activity. It increases the white blood cells ability to track, track, intercept, and disable harmful microbes. And it manages cytokine release. So she IV'd people silver during COVID and she said that's what it did. So when the immune system has gone haywire, silver stops it from occurring. It's antimicrobial, which means antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal. It can be used for acute infection. It's antiproliferative, which she says means it stops cancer. Silver stops viruses from replicating. So that's any COVID mutation. And oh, by the way, the people in the know uh, have said recently, I read it, that the two vaccines and two boosters are driving the variants, but I know that viruses mutate on their own, um, but now they say that these mutations bypass all the antibodies. They, you know, they kind of don't if you live a healthy life and you take your supplements and you drink your silver in all the time. Um, silver stops viruses from replicating. Silver kills bacteria. If you snort it up your nose and it stings, she says it's probably because you have bacteria. That's something I heard a long time ago and forgot. So I appreciate her reminding me that. She uses silver shield, not silver shield, she uses hers. But I say silver shield is good for Lyme disease. She said, I used to use three antibiotics. I don't do that anymore because silver does not interrupt the good bacteria in the gut. Silver destroys fungal and yeast cells in a similar way that it does bacteria. Shingles, she says, if you put it on topically, it takes the pain out almost instantaneously. Silver inhibits cancer cell growth and spread. It's highly cytotoxic to breast cancer cells. It helps the myelin sheath regenerate, so people with MS. She has all her MS patients drinking silver every day. She's continued on by saying that silver accelerates tissue healing up to three times reduces scarring up to 80% by controlling inflammation. She uses her form of silver gel on her hands between patients. Um, she, she had a very scientific description of how it's absorbed into the body. Eh, 
I've, you know, my eyes glazed over at that point. She said in six to nine hours, it's out of the system, which means it can't build up in the cells. Um, ours is, I heard that ours is 24 hours. So, but if you, you know, drink it a couple times a day, you're probably in good shape. If, if you have um, in, in gastrointestinal issues, swallow it. If you have a lymphatic issue, hold it in your mouth. It goes into the lymphatic system. I don't know if I knew that before and forgot it or I never knew that, but I was happy to hear that. And there were doctors listening to this same broadcast lecture and they were able to type questions and they had to use their names because you know you have to sign in um, they were asking what I would consider to be stupid questions um, but she responded just beautifully and patiently but I imagined them whining their questions so that was kind of entertaining does it build up in the body and make you turn blue she said no it cannot it's not a heavy metal um, does it kill the good bacteria in your gut she said no she had already covered that were you paying attention um, it's not a toxic heavy metal she had to say that so many times she gives fairly large doses to her patients. She said, please don't make your own. Um, that's, that's kind of a bad thing. And she said to mix silver with aloe for a really bad gut and drink that several times a day for four to eight weeks. Antibiotics decimate good bacteria. So two people yesterday I tried to tell them that oh I haven't taken an antibiotic since April I mean it messes up your gut bacteria for at least a year and okay I rest my case she mentioned D3 briefly and she mentioned vitamin C kind of at the end um, Silver is safe for pregnancy, it's safe for infant babies, it's safe for kitties, puppies, old folks, everybody should be drinking silver. Please call and order some silver. Um, somebody asked a question, my uh, medical doctor, I gave it to my niece and she got really sick. Was she allergic to it? And Tracy said, no, people are not allergic to it. Um, but a reason, and she said probably the only reason someone be, would be sensitive to silver, it's not a reaction to the silver, it's a die-off reaction, which makes sense to me. Anytime you have um, a skin issue, the gut is involved, she uses topical silver, and she has people drinking as much as two cups of silver a day. Wow, I say, wow. So that was very interesting. I was happy to hear her. If you have any questions for me that you would like for me to address on a future podcast,
please email them to me or go to the website and it says contact Patty. Just click on that. It'll arrive to me in the form of an email. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of the kind comments and to the magnificent seven listeners out there. Thank you very much and happy midsummer. Bye.